Our speaker tonight is a good friend of this parish, and I'm very, very grateful and excited uh, that he's here. Please give a warm round of applause for Dr. Brian Pedraza. How y'all doing? Since I noticed that Mama's here, I actually wanted to start out by singing her a song. Y'all gonna help me? Y'all know the Hail Mary, the Gentlewoman version, right? That's the, come on, that's the perfect way to start tonight. So let's do it together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you. Can you see it? Can you see it? We're surrounded. Can you see that we're surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses? On this day, this great solemn feast, we're surrounded. But you you can't look with your eyes, right? You got to look with the eyes of your heart, but can you see it? Can you hear them? They're calling out to you right now. They're beckoning. But what are they saying? All of the saints are surrounding us and they're beckoning. Ascend the mountain. Ascend the mountain of holiness. Ascend the mountain of beatitude. Whoa, 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 mountain. I thought I was on board for this holy thing, but mountain. I don't know about that, Lord. A mountain? I mean, I'm all, I'm all alone. I've been trying. I try to get in my prayers. I go to mass. A mountain? You know, in prepping for this talk, I started going through uh, prayer journals from when I was in college, and I found this old one. Man, if you ever want to do something, go through your old prayer journals, right? So I found this entry, and I had just finished reading St. Therese's autobiography, and I was thinking to myself, you know, I wrote this entry, and I was like, man, Therese's confessor thought that she never did a mortal sin in her life. 
Come on, Therese. A mountain. And in college, I was coming with the same sins every week to my priest. God bless this man. He's still my spiritual director to this day. I spoke to him a couple days ago. The same list. Not once was he like, again? But every single time, he showed me the love of God. But as I was reading this entry, thank God at that moment, after reading St. Therese, I wasn't like, Therese, no, come on. When I actually read that, I felt something in my heart. And I read it in the journal. It was like, I want that. Is that even possible? No more mortal sins my entire life. Is that even possible? St. Bernard of Clairvaux, when he was reflecting upon the saints, he said this. The saints have no need of honor from us. Neither does our devotion add the slightest thing to what's theirs. But I tell you, when I think of them, I feel myself inflamed by a tremendous yearning. Can you see it? Can you hear it? They're beckoning to you. Ascend the mountain. Do you want it? At Mass, you know, the response that we all sang, that's our response to the Word of God. We said, Lord, this is the people that longs to see your face. You got to wonder what the Lord is. Oh, really? Oh, you long. You longing, huh? But don't you really? You want it, right? I mean, Moses had to climb that mountain and he burned to see God's face. And the Lord was like, I'm going to let you see the backside, Moses. But we get a chance to see the face of God. Because he came down in the flesh, Jesus Christ, and had a face. And then he ascended a mountain. And he's beckoning you to holiness. Do you want to see that face? After I read Therese, I was like, I am burning for that. I want that. But is it true that I'm alone? And how can I go that high? That seems like way too much work. I've tried so many times and I've fallen back. Well, I want to give you all some of my own observations about what it means to be on this mountain. And let me start with the words of one of my favorite theologians, Joseph Ratzinger, a.k.a. Pope Benedict. He said this, it's part of following Christ that we allow ourselves to be roped together. That we acknowledge we cannot do it alone. This act of humility, entering into the we of the church, is part of it. Holding tight to the rope, the responsibility of communion in not breaking the rope through stubbornness or self-importance. This is what he's talking about. You ever gone climbing before? I know Shelly and some ladies have done it because I've seen it on Instagram. He's talking about being a roped 
party. We're on the mountain, but you're not alone. If you've been baptized, whether you wanted it or not, the Lord threw a harness on you, and you're connected to me, you're connected to Ella, you're connected to Father Andrew, you're connected to Kelly, you're connected to all of us. We're roped in together. What's that mean when you're climbing the mountain? If you're like me, there are some days where you're like, I ain't climbing nothing, Lord. And you're dead weight, ragdoll. Thank God for brothers and sisters like you who are still holding on. It sure does make it harder to climb. But we're all connected. Benedict said at the end, it's our responsibility to this communion to not break the rope. If you're like me, there's been times where you're like, a freaking harness? Give me the knife. I'm cutting myself off of this thing. I'm tired of this. Or I load my pockets up with all this stuff. And it's making it harder for me. And the Lord and all the saints and you, my brothers and sisters, are like, dude, get rid of those rocks. I can't. I want this one. I'm not letting it go. And it's making it harder. But we're a roped party. You get what Pope Benedict's saying, yeah? You with me? I mean, this is what the, this feast is about, people. The feast of all the saints. It's the feast of being a roped party. Now, let's say you realize that you want it. You want holiness. You want to see the face of Christ. And you want to ascend. What do the steps look like when you climb? This is what our Lord said they look like. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Is that the first step, Lord? That's how I start moving up. I, I, I have to humble myself. You see, the, the early church fathers, the first few centuries after Christ had died and ascended, they looked at the Beatitudes from the Sermon on the Mount as a way of ascending. And the first step is to be poor in spirit, which means you've got to come to the realization that it's not about you. You have to lower yourself enough to know, God, I need you. I can't do this without you. But if you can come to that realization, that's the first step. You've already climbed. Blessed are those who mourn. Mourn? Lord, how is that ascending? If I mourn, what am I mourning for? St. Augustine said, you're mourning your sins. The next step after realizing that you actually need God and you can't do it by yourself, you start to look at your sins and instead of liking them, instead of being like, oh, you know, I, I'm going to fix that, but later, you say, I can't have this. Lord, this is killing me. 
this is hurting you. I will cry over my sins. I don't want them. And you ascend a little more. Blessed are the meek. Well, what's that mean? Being meek. We're helped if you know what the opposite is. Because someone who's not meek is angry, controlling. I'm still working on this myself, right? I got kids. I got a five-year-old, a three-year-old, and a six-month-old. And there are times when I'm just like, and I'm not an angry person, right? But I feel it welling up inside. And it's this desire to control, right? Oh, you're not doing what I want. I've told you this a hundred times. And you just feel it. Like, I need to control the situation. It comes out as anger. But the opposite is meekness, which means I surrender. I'm not going to control this. I surrender. Is it possible that after realizing I need you, God, and mourning my sins, that I would say, Jesus, I surrender to you. Really, I give it all to you. You're it. You're the Holy One. You have the words of eternal life. Where else am I going to go? Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. After you make that step, that fire starts burning inside of you. And you want to be holy. In the early centuries of the church, there were these guys called the Desert Fathers. They'd go out to some cave to battle Satan within their heart. Why? Why go out to the desert in some cave? Because that's where Jesus went. That's where he fought Satan. And there's this one Desert Father. He goes to another and he says, Every day I pray my office, I fast. I do all of these things. What else is there? And the other father looked at him and he raised his hands to heaven and beams of light shot out of his fingers and he said, if you will it, you could be all flame. And I read that and I'm like, God, I need you. I want that. I want to see your face. crap that I've been holding on to? Why am I doing that? I know you're better. You're infinitely better. And I'm shoving rocks into my pocket and trying to cut this rope. And the saints say, ascend. Ascend with us. But here's the beautiful thing, people. Because you're not alone. You got me? Sorry, you're stuck with me. We got all of you, but we got the saints too. Paul Claudel, French poet, in this really excellent book on the church, he has these words that just, I mean, they pierce my heart. He says, we have at our disposal, our disposal as a baptized Christian, at our disposal for loving, understanding, and serving God, not only our own powers, but everything from the blessed virgin in the summit of heaven 
down to the poor African leper who, bell in hand, whispers the responses of the mass through a mouth half eaten away. The whole of creation, visible and invisible, all of history, all the past, the present and the future, all the treasure of the saints, multiplied by grace. All that is at our disposal as an extension of ourselves, a mighty instrument. All the saints and the angels belong to us. We can use the intelligence of St. Thomas. Please, Lord, give it to me. The right arm of St. Michael. The hearts of Joan of Arc and Catherine of Siena. And all the hidden resources that have only to be touched, to be set in action. Do you hear what he's saying? You're a roped party. Everything of the good, the great, and the beautiful. From one end of the earth to the other, everything that begets sanctity, it is as if all that were our work. The heroism of the missionary, the inspiration of the doctors of the church, the generosity of the martyrs, the genius of the artists, the burning prayer of the poor Clares and the Carmelites. It's as if all that were ourselves. It is ourselves. You see, brothers and sisters, this, this is the thing. We're not alone. We're on the mountain together with people who are ascending with us. And there are going to be days, maybe even tonight, when you walked into this place. Maybe you've already cut the rope. If you have, go find a priest and go to confession and get tied back on. Maybe you're holding on to rocks. It's time to let them go. Maybe you're just tired. You've been trying. You've been praying. Lord, where's the breakthrough? I've been here all this time. Where are you? Let your brothers and sisters carry you tonight. Whatever it is, whatever you're going through, remember that tonight, it's not just about you. You might have come here tonight thinking that it was just for yourself, but it's not. It's for the brothers and sisters sitting next to you, it's for the people who are going to pray for you. It's for me. It's for Father Andrew. It's for the band. We all need you to climb. And if you can't do it, then I'm going to climb harder. Let us know. We'll climb harder. And there will be days when I'm weak and I'm tired and I need you to climb harder. but rest on the fact that the saints are with us. Here's the last thing about it. It's not just us, and it's not just the saints. Because in that homily that Pope Benedict preached, the key point of it is he said, all of us are roped to our leader, Jesus Christ. 
all of us can only ascend because of the one who ascended to the Father. That's the only way we're getting there. And he will drag us if he has to. Empty your pockets. Get tied back on. Keep climbing. With all the angels and saints as our witness tonight. The great cloud of witnesses. Can you see it? And can you hear them? They all say, ascend the mountain of God. Ascend in the one who ascended to the Father. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one body, so also Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body and all given to drink of one spirit. If one part suffers, all the parts suffer with it. If one part is honored, all the parts share its joy. And therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us rid ourselves of every burden and sin that clings to us and persevere in running the race that lies before us while keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the leader and perfecter of faith.